time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show once again. And I will start with my daughter, as I always do. Very beautiful, just like her mother in Atlanta, Georgia. The best nail technician for your toes as well inside the 285 perimeter and or outside of the 285 perimeter once again in atlanta georgia jonesboro georgia to be specific nails by a money is the name of her business and the address is 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 302 Three, six. Keeping it all in the family here at the Props Fix Football Podcast Show. And next up is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in GOAT, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. The missus has a bunch of businesses herself, and I will start with ShopNeolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is ShopNeolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-A. You can hit her up at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And if you have any questions and you need some info about uh, heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can contact her at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Also, last but certainly not least, Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And once again, that is two R's in our last name, F-O-R-R-E-S-T, Forced Crafts and custom designs there is a instagram page for heavenlyhairbrand.com and there is a youtube page or should i say a facebook page for forest crafts and custom designs last but certainly not least moi you're listening to them spotify for podcasters i'm on amazon uh radio or should i say amazon audio i am on iHeartRadio. i am on pandora I am on Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. You can also locate me on Twitter, Prophets underscore Picks. I'm on YouTube as well, the Prophets Picks 2019. That is the year that the podcast show started. And the Prophets Picks at gmail.com is the email address. Hit me up sometime. Check me out. I am literally everywhere. Facebook as well. Coming up next, another edition of the Prophet's Picks football podcast show. Hope you enjoy it. Listen to the end. to this podcast show on the excuse me Spotify for podcasters app you will in fact hear the sounds and the tunes of Arigato Joey once again that is Arigato Joey at soundcloud.com and last but certainly not least uh, no this is not in fact the anniversary uh, podcast show. This is not year number four, season number five, anniversary podcast show. This is not the annual celebration show. No, 
first and foremost, I do in fact have to change that banner right there and get it updated with the current banner that if you have been listening to the show, if you've been paying attention to the show, um, I believe since the beginning of this year or probably uh, late last year during the holidays around uh, right before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, whenever it was, um, the new banner, the new logo um, came abroad and is now fully a part of uh, the name of the show and fully a part of me and I am a JCF and I am your CEO, COO, CFO, all of those owner acronyms of the Profits Fix Football Podcast show. Happy Saturday afternoon and no, it is not Saturday. I did that on purpose. Happy Thursday afternoon, early evening, 6.41 p.m., Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Daylight Time. Once again, good early evening to everyone on the East Coast. This is the Profits Picks Football Podcast, as well as the Profits Picks live uh, live YouTube stream. I know I was going to mess up somewhere at some point in time. Hey, we're human. We're going to mess up even when we're recording live. I am recording this show live, and this is what we call a or should I say what the professionals call a simulcast going on right now, YouTube live. I'm streaming live on YouTube, this particular podcast show. And I am also recording where I always record the show at, and that is formerly known as, uh, not Stitcher, formerly known as Lord Jesus. I forgot the name of the podcast before it became Spotify for podcasters. So, wow, that's how long it's been since I've actually had to mention the name of the actual uh, podcast show before it was podcast, uh, before it was uh, a Spotify, excuse me, for podcasters. So, yes, uh, it doesn't matter anymore. It's no longer what it once was called. And uh, I know for a fact that Spotify for Podcasters kind of embarrassing right now that I forgot the name of what this podcast was um, before it became Spotify for Podcasters. Nevertheless, uh, once again, this is the Profits Picks Football Podcast. And on today, I am going to be talking about the 2023 NFC East champions. And at 5.43 p.m. Central Daylight Time for now 4.44. Thank you, Lord. I caught it at 4.44 Mountain Daylight Time and 3.44 Pacific Daylight Time. This is, once again, the Prophets Picks Football Podcast and this is going to be the 1,758th show of all time here on the Prophets Fix Football Podcast. So, uh, once again, I hope everybody is having a, it's really going to bother me. I'm going to be honest with you all. You all know who I am. If you've listened to my show before and you've heard my show, it's really going to bother me for the rest of this show 
because of the simple fact that I don't remember the name of this podcast platform, what it used to be called before um, it became Spotify for podcasters. That's really going to bother me for the rest of the show. It, it, it's, it just is. It's how I am wired. It's how God wired me. Um, it's really going to bother me. And the funny thing about it is once the show ends, it's going to dawn on me. Oh, yeah, that's right. How could I forget that? Started this show way back in uh, 2019. And uh, it was the eighth month of the 2019th year. It was approximately August the 4th, 2019. So, uh, yeah, it's really bothering me right now that I can't remember the name of this podcast. The name of this podcast show before it actually became uh, Spotify for podcasters. Um, yeah, it's really bothering me. I know it's not pod bean. I know that for a fact. I know it's not pod page. And uh, because it's going to bother me as much as I know that it is, I'm definitely going to look at my uh, podcasting platform email. And I'm definitely going to go through here. And I'm going to find out what the heck this podcast show was called before it ended up becoming um, Spotify for podcasters. It's going to really annoy the heck out of me until I know what it is. Anchor.fm. I found it. I can move on with the show now. All right. Once again, time zone breakdown. 646 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Daylight Time. Good evening. Almost 7 p.m. on the East Coast. Almost 6 p.m. Central. Almost 5 p.m. Mountain. 446 there. 346 in the afternoon on a Thursday, July 20, 2023. On the West Coast, Pacific Daylight Time. And if you are in fact in Alaska. Don't worry, I did not forget. Approximately 2.47 p.m. Alaskan Standard Time or Alaskan Daylight Time, as you've heard me say on a consistent basis uh, for the last few months, Daylight Time. Uh, It really doesn't matter. Division, Daylight, Standard. Just what time is it in the time zone? All right, which time zone are you? Which, Which is the bottom line? And because I have family all over this country, uh, I always give every time zone breakdown because quite frankly, something I have not said in a very long time, and I know this for a fact, even though I do have a very small group of listeners and followers on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram and all that, I still don't know who's actually listening to the show unless said listener tells me specifically, hey, Great show today. I listened to it. That's the only way I'm going to know. So I hope everyone out there understands that and does not feel offended because I don't give you a specific shout out or anything like that. Because trust me, it is not on purpose. The demographics of the show, the way that the analytics and all of that good stuff works out with the podcast platform that I am currently utilizing, it does not tell me that. The missus listened to the show today. It does not tell me that my 
uh, son, Arigato Joey, listen to the show today. It does not tell me that my daughter listened to the show today. It doesn't tell me that. Um, I just have three listeners or for YouTube, 15 viewers, however you want to put it. That's what I have um, to go off of. So I wanted to clear that up. Aloha over there in Hawaii. Almost 1 p.m. Hawaiian standard time. Honolulu, Waikiki, Maui, Pearl Harbor Islands, all of the Hawaiian Islands. Almost 10 minutes into the live YouTube stream and almost 10 minutes into my so-called Samucast. Hopefully I said that word correctly. Of this year's edition of Division Champions. And this is a podcast show and a podcast series that I do every single year. This is phase three. However, I don't do a YouTube live stream for Division Champions. YouTube live streams are few and far between. And normally when I do do these shows on live stream for YouTube, in all honesty, it is always that if you're going to get one show a year from me that's going to be live streamed on YouTube, it's going to be that August the 3rd, August the 4th, August the 5th, whichever one of those days I do the show. And sometimes it could even be August the 1st or the 6th because my son's birthdays are the uh, 2nd and 5th. So really can't be working on those days, right? Uh, but yeah, um, if you're going to get that one live stream show, Every single year, it is definitely going to be that show, that anniversary show. That's going to definitely be a YouTube show. Um, No one has hopped on yet, which is fine. That's expected. It's understandable. Um, I didn't broadcast it out for the most part. And I did share the link on my Twitter feed. And that's at profits underscore picks. um, So that if anyone did want to jump on, I also shared it on the profits picks Facebook page as well as the personal page um, or should I say the personal page listen to me my personal page my personal Facebook page um, which is Corey Forrest so uh, yeah Um, 10 minutes to the top of the hour actually 9 minutes to the top of the hour Uh, and once again this is the first of 9 9 the first of 9 this is the first of 9 Nueve nine live YouTube videos, all eight of these shows, plus the uh, annual anniversary show will all be done live here on YouTube and simulcast recorded on not anchor.fm, I remember it, <laughs> but Spotify for podcasters. All right. I've wasted 12 minutes not counting the intro. Again, you will not hear the intro on the live video stream. However, you will in fact hear the music on the live, or should I say the recording at the podcast platform once again, which is Spotify for podcasters. And once again, this is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. And this is indeed, yet again, it's time for the predictions. Now, 
what is the purpose of prediction shows? I'm going to tell you. Here it is. The purpose for the prediction shows is not for me to tell you who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to necessarily tell you for a fact, hey, the Green Bay Packers will in fact win 13 games this year and lose four, even though it's not Aaron Rodgers at the helm, it's Jordan Love. No, that's not what the prediction shows are. What the prediction shows are is simply this. I've been reading a magazine publication. I'm not going to necessarily show you the title or the name. They've been around a lot longer than I have, and they got plenty of money flowing. So not going to um, unlicense promote them. I got to be authorized to promote them, quite frankly. Um, but one of the many publications that I get every single year, um, and I've been reading these publications since I was 19 years old, 18 years old, 19 years old. When I discovered these magazines, I've been reading them. And um, to this day, uh, the missus is like, why are you paying $10 for a magazine? Like, don't you have the internet now? Like back in the day, she got it, right? Because we've been married since 2002. But nowadays she's like, we got the internet. What do you need the magazine for? Not gonna tell you the first reason I need the magazine. If you're a man, and if you are this type of a female, you know exactly the first reason for the magazine. The second reason for the magazine for me is it allows me to get a different perspective. It's not Pro Football Talk on Peacock. It's not NFL Live on ESPN. It is not the guys on Fox. It is not the guys that are from Fox and from CBS on Showtime or HBO Sports. It's none of those things. All right. It's not NFL Network. Okay. It is a complete and total different perspective from basically the same people that really helped me learn about the NFL before NFL Network came along. Remember, I did in fact say 1998-1999. These publications that I've been reading. And uh, a lot of people don't read anymore. The most things that people read nowadays is emails and text messages and DMs and some people don't even read those and you can tell by their responses, quite frankly. So, um, the purpose of the magazine is to give me a different perspective um, is to give me a higher outlook on uh, what is to be expected um, for this upcoming NFL season. Um, not just that, it's a little bit traditional, you know, not too much of the traditional thing because the NFL changes so much from year to year. And uh, before you know it, it's three years down the road and the NFL has changed tremendously. And um, it's not just technology and companies that change, the NFL changes. And this is one of the few things besides defense travels and running the football in the postseason wins you the postseason. These are the three things that, thankfully, in the NFL and in life, for me anyway, stays the same. I know for a fact this publication is going to come out for the NFL and for college football. I'm not talking about college football today, though. And I know for a fact that running and defense travels in the postseason. That's never going to change. It's never going to change. So thank God for that, right? Um, 
So that's the purpose of me getting the magazine. Again, not gonna tell you the first reason why. And the second reason why, like I said, a little bit of tradition, and it gives me a different perspective of what is going on in the NFL. Because in order to publish these magazines, you gotta do old school foot work. Like back in the day when you had actual door-to-door salesmen, well, you don't have door-to-door salesmen anymore nowadays, right? It's, I'm gonna shoot you a text, I'm gonna shoot you an email, it's a phone call, and sometimes it's not even that. It's on Instagram, it's on uh, social media. Drop my pants off there, I didn't get too far. And, uh, you know, um, salesmen nowadays, it's on Facebook. If, if you Google new tires, you're gonna see an ad for that on your Facebook page. You're gonna see an ad for that on your phone. Yes, they are watching us. So, um, yeah, things change, but these things in the NFL stay the same. Don't wanna get away from my point of why I have the prediction shows. I'm simply going to go to all eight divisions, the NFC and the AFC, directional divisions. There is an east, west, south, and north in both the NFC and the AFC, okay? And every single year, I don't necessarily start off with the same division that I did, for example, in August and late July of 2022. Start off with a different division. I try to do something new every single year, right? And even with this, this is something new because I finally have the time. Go figure, right? So, uh, yeah, um, last year, even the year before last, I did not do um, YouTube live streams for the division prediction shows. Um, so I'm just going to simply, once again, not give you a final record. I'll give you a guesstimate, but I'm not going to say etched in stone. Remember the prophet's pick said on Thursday, July the 20th, 2023. The Cowboys were going to win 15 games and lose two. Is that right? I think so. 17 games, 18 weeks. We didn't get 17 and 0 last year. A couple of teams got close, but we didn't get it. It's going to be almost impossible. But I'm going to be honest. The way that offenses are going in the NFL, I believe we will one day, in fact, get that team that wins all of their regular season games, all 17 of them. Now, that you did here first, here on the Prop 6 Football Podcast Show. Okay, in 2022, at the end of December, it was a wrap. The Eagles wrapped up the NFC East. As a matter of fact, in all honesty, they actually had the NFC East wrapped up, basically, I would say, in all honesty speaking, they had the division wrapped up before December came around. We all remember the injury to Jalen Hurts in Chicago, Chicago, the Bears, we got that right and that's when Gardner Minshew Ginsu knife the second came about he did his best to keep the winning going we know the Eagles lost to the Cowboys and Big D 
a good four and a half, five hours away from where I am now, coming to you, by the way, live, literally live this time, on the YouTube live stream for the Prophets Pick Football Podcast channel. From the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media centers here in Houston, Texas. Not far away from me right now is the home of the Dallas Cowboys in the city of Dallas, by the way. Ginormous city. They don't know if they want to be called Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth, or Urban. They don't know. To this day, they still don't know. But we do know it is Dallas, right? And we do know that the Dallas Cowboys did defeat the Eagles and Gardner Minshew against the knife. The second, here in the state of, the great state, by the way, of Texas, um, we know that the uh, Philadelphia Eagles once again only had three losses. One of those was to the Eagles. Their first one was to, shockingly enough, even to this point in time, was the Washington Commanders on Monday Night Football. Um, That was their two of their three losses. And I'm going to be honest, it escapes me what that third loss was. So I'm actually going to pull up their schedule from last season right now to um, figure out what that third loss was. And funny thing is, is they only had three losses last season. So um, shouldn't be hard, right? To know who gave them that third loss. But uh, yeah, that was last year. And it's been a while since I actually looked at the overall schedule, wins and losses for any of these NFL football teams. Um, the New Orleans Saints. Now, how can I forget that? Because I distinctively remember. When I recorded the prediction show for that week 17 game um, for the first day of the new year this year, I specifically remember saying the week before New Year's Day, when I predicted the winner of that game, I said, the Saints and the Eagles, they are excellent matchups. It doesn't matter who the quarterbacks are. It doesn't matter who uh, the defenses are. It does not matter uh, who the coaches are. Over the years, especially within the last seven to ten years, whenever these two teams have gotten together, yeah, there have been blowouts here and there, but you have more games where either the Eagles or the Cowboys, beg your pardon, the Eagles or the Saints lose by ten points or less. And lately, the New Orleans Saints have had the number of the Eagles. It does not matter who's been the quarterback, who's been the coach. And it's been proven true. And I remember distinctively... If I'm not mistaken, I can go and look back at my notes, but I'll probably do that after the show for the sake of time. I remember saying the Saints are such a good matchup against a team that is not in their division, which is the Philadelphia Eagles, that something is telling me they're going to win this football game, but I'm going to pick the Eagles because they are more talented, they're more fortified, and... I ended up being wrong because Jalen Hurts did not come back for that game. He came back for the last game of the season against the G-Men. And Gardner Minshew got 274 yards in that football game. But as I said a few moments ago, whenever those two teams play, it's always close. Ten points or less. 
And how many points did the Eagles lose by? They lost by 10, 20 to 10. And again, yeah, it's a year later. Well, not technically a year later. It's not calendar wise. It's not January the 1st, 2024, but it's a new season that's on the horizon. It's a whole season later. The season's over. And I was right, right? Even though I didn't pick the Eagles to win, I said I had a feeling that they were going to lose it. And I was right. They did lose it. I should have stuck with my feeling. That's the purpose of the show. In the offseason, though, before the season starts, this is the third and final phase of the offseason slate of podcast shows here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, not called the weekly Prophets Picks YouTube perspective videos that I started this year. Again, always looking for something new and fresh to keep myself relevant or get relevant, I should say. And at the end of the day, the Eagles finished first in the NFC East last year. That was last year. Now, I had a really good ending to the 2021 NFL season because I believe I only got maybe one or two divisions wrong that I predicted in August before the season, before training camp even started. I mean, back up. Last year, I would have to go back and listen to my predictions. However, memory serves me correctly and the memory of the righteous is in fact blessed. I did pick the Bills to win in 2020 to late July, early August. And I believe I got that one right. I picked the Steelers to win the North of the AFC. I got that one wrong. And I do know for a fact before the season started, after the predictions, I picked the Steelers and the Rams to be in the Super Bowl in Arizona. And we all know that didn't happen. Um, Also, if I'm not mistaken, I picked the Indianapolis Colts because they got their hands on Matt Ryan and if anybody was a profit NFL franchise wise last year about their returning talent it was definitely the Atlanta Falcons because they moved on from Matt Ryan before he just hit the huge cliff of decline and the Colts finished third so out of four divisions in the AFC I only got two of those right before training camp even started last year Because, of course, I did pick the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC West, and I was right. Thank God for that. So, I got Buffalo right. I got Kansas City right. And my memory does serve me correctly. I don't have to go back and listen to those shows because those were the teams that I picked. I know that for a fact now. I picked Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken, to win the NFC North. I did say verbatim multiple times before the season started. The Detroit Lions are one of the under- value teams when it comes to talent and coaching. And I was right. They were one of the dark horses this year. I didn't think that the Detroit Lions were going to be second. As a matter of fact, I remember distinctively saying before the season started last year that if things fall apart in Green Bay and things go the way of the Detroit Lions and if Minnesota doesn't step up to the plate with first year head coach, by the way, Mr. O'Connell, that giant of a man, he's six foot six inches tall, possibly six seven. Um, Detroit could still the NFC North, and guess what? They almost did, but they finished second. However, they showed enough bouncing the Packers out of the postseason. They showed enough that 
they're on the title defense kickoff Thursday night football game to start the year against the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. A game that the city of Kansas City has hosted twice in the last four years. They did it against the Texans during the pandemic year in 2020, and they're going to do it this year, 2023, against the Detroit Lions. I can feel it just talking about it right now. Training camp does not even start until next Saturday, but I feel it. And I knew as soon as I did my very first prediction show, I was going to be feeling the goosebumps standing up on the back of my neck. That's how you know you still love something, right? You get the hair standing up on your arms, you get the goosebumps, the hair standing up on the back of your neck just by talking about it and reminiscing from the previous season and the previous postseason. That's how you know you still love something. And I still love the NFL. All right. I predicted this one. I don't remember. I'm going to be honest with you. But I believe... I predicted the Cowboys was going to win the NFC East. The Eagles won it. So I got that one wrong. I got the North wrong. I already told you about that long story. Um, the, a- the NFC South was up for grabs. And the reason why I said that last year, even though it was Tom Brady returning, was because we don't know when Tom Brady's going to hit his decline. Tom Brady didn't play as well as he has in past years, but he also did not hit a decline. There were huge portions of the Buccaneer season where Tom Brady was the only thing that was going right for the Buccaneers. But if you want to say he declined last year, which is one of the many reasons that led to his ultimately retiring finally, thank God, it was overall his play. And there were a lot of other things that I don't obviously have the value of time on my side, especially because I'm simulcasting. I can keep going on and on and on with this live YouTube stream, but not necessarily with the podcast, which used to be called Anchor.fm and it's uh, Spotify for podcasters now. Let you guys know I do remember that. All right. Um, However, I did pick Tampa Bay, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, you guys can come back, hit me up and let me know, hey, I was wrong. Um, But for the NFC, I know for a fact I picked the Cowboys to win the East. I picked the Packers to win the North. I picked the Buccaneers to win the South, and they did. And I believe I picked the uh, Rams, if I'm not mistaken, to win the West. And I was wrong. So last year was not good for me when it came to doing what I'm doing right now. Literally months in advance, quite frankly. Um, Because the majority of the time, unless it's Kansas City... San Francisco or Buffalo and Buffalo really screwed around off and on last year, but they get a pass. We all know that the Mark Hamlin thing happened. So let me retract that last statement. Buffalo for certain, they did what they needed to do. You knew they were going to going into the year. Kansas city did as well. They won the super bowl. What a shocker. Um, San Francisco did what we all expected them to do. As long as Kyle Shanahan is in San Francisco with Jonathan Lynch, and I will even go as far as to say as long as Kyle Shanahan is in San Francisco, or should I say Santa Clara, even if Jonathan Lynch is no longer there, as long as Kyle Shanahan is there, 
It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. He has shown that he is, you can argue, better than his dad. His dad needed John Elway. And the running game. And the defense. Okay. They needed the holy NFL playing on the football field trinity. You can argue Kyle Shanahan doesn't need that. Kyle Shanahan does need his defense. And he has that. But even if he doesn't have a defense. Or that defense falls by the wayside just a little bit. Guess what? 49ers are going to be tough to beat. Because Kyle Shanahan is the number one key ingredient. And he's not a player on the field. He's not a quarterback. He's not a defensive quarterback. He is the freaking head coach of the team. However, NFC East predictions. I've talked for 33 minutes. It is time for me to tell you who I feel will win after reading this magazine publication, doing my research, preparing for the show for weeks, by the way. Once again, training camp will start next Saturday, July the 29th. It's back to football, right? And NFL teams are getting ready. Um, It's all over social media. If anyone's been paying attention, the NFL has been doing countdown. I've been doing reels, something that I've never done before. I've been doing that this year to bring a little bit of notoriety and uh, um, and to bring relevance to my podcast show. But I'm going to show this really quickly before I give you who I feel is going to win these divisions. And um, I also got to look into threads. I'll be doing that in my free time whenever I actually even have that. But wanted to show everyone this really quickly and that is this um to show you that all 32 NFL teams they are already ready so right this is my cellular device okay and as you all can see um as you all can see there is channels there right Now, it's not all 32 NFL teams, but I know because of the glare you can't see, but these are all teams that were either in the postseason or close to being in the postseason last year, with the exception of the Denver Broncos um, and the New York Football Jets. However, the Jets, um, they were just missing the quarterback, and hopefully they don't fall by the wayside like the Colts did as they felt at this point in time last year, they were just missing quarterbacks, so they went and got Matt Ryan. But anyways, I got the defending Super Bowl champions on here. Um, And NFL teams invite all fans that follow their team on Instagram to these uh, rooms here. But you got the defending Super Bowl champions. You got the Dallas Cowboys. You got the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, also known as the Bolts. You got the New York Football Jets. You also got the Patriots, who were in playoff contentions late in the season. Um, I already told you the Denver Broncos. You got the NFC champions, who lost in the Super Bowl, the Eagles. And you got Cincinnati Bengals, who almost went two back-to-back Super Bowls in Arrowhead. Not Burrowhead or Burrowland. Arrowhead and McHolmes. Patrick Mahomes land, baby. Remember that, all right? Anyway. And the only reason I showed you that is to show you that the NFL, 
is not waiting until next Saturday to let everybody know, hey, it's almost time for training camp again. No, they're not. And I'm going to be honest, this offseason flew by faster than last year's offseason. Thank God. However, the NFL is ready. So because of the fact that the NFL training camp will start next Saturday, and because of the fact that I have not completed the third and final phase of the Profits Picks offseason slate of shows, and once again, first phase of the offseason is Season review shows, all 32 teams. The second phase is the roster review shows, post-NFL draft and pre-NFL draft, if I'm feeling lucky. And the third and final phase, it has started today. Here it is. The Philadelphia Eagles will be the NFC East division champions. They will repeat and it'll be the first time I believe since 2002 the NFC East has had a repeat champion. I'm definitely going to look that up very quickly. Um and the reason why is because when I compare Mike McCarthy for the Dallas Cowboys coaching backup quarterbacks, this is if Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts gets hurt again this year and they have to miss any time. I'm going to put all my marbles on the table with Nick Sirianni. Um, That's who I'm going to do that for. Nothing against Mike McCarthy and me saying that implies that I am holding something against Mike McCarthy. So, go figure. But honestly, nothing against Mike McCarthy. Head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, offensive-minded head coach. But I think that Nick Sariani will be in a better position this year if Jalen Hurts gets hurt than Mike McCarthy. Because the boys, it all, um, it all, it all levitates. I can't think of the word right now. God help me, the word I'm looking for. But everything is on the shoulders of the quarterbacks in the NFL as it has been for years and quite frankly into the future as it always will be and right now backing up Dak Prescott we all know it is in fact Cooper Rush we know that it was Cooper Rush last year he returns again this year however Jalen Hurts is not going to have Gardner Minshew Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni They're going to have Marcus Mariota. It makes perfect sense, right? Baltimore has done it for years. And the only guy that was not in the prototypical shape and form of the starting franchise quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens in the last 10 years was it was Joe Flacco and backing him him up was Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor wasn't 6'6", 260 pounds. He's 6'1", close to 220, right? And um, Nick Sirianni, even though he lost his offensive coordinator, he lost his defensive coordinator, I still feel he has the coaching tree that he's starting to um, build and multiply 
and make fruitful, by the way, because these coaches will more than likely, again, get plucked away from the Eagles, especially if they do what I'm predicting that they will do right now before training camp even starts, once again, July the 20th, 2023, on a Thursday. I think the Eagles will be the NFC East champions. I don't know about NFC Conference champions. It's really hard to repeat. And I was one year off. The last time there was a back-to-back champion in the NFC East division, meaning a repeat division champion, it was the Philadelphia Eagles. It was not 2002. It was 2003. 2003 and 2004, the Eagles won the NFC East. But after that, there has not been a repeat division champion. Giants won it in 05. Eagles won it again after a one-year hiatus. The Cowboys came out of nowhere in 07. Then the G-Men returned in 08. The Cowboys returned in 09. The Eagles returned in 2010. Then the Giants came back and got it. And then the team formerly known as, you know, who the Commanders, for the first time in a long time, won it in 2012, and they didn't return as division champions again until 2015. Between 12 and 15, it was the Eagles in 13, the Cowboys again in 14, the Cowboys again in 16, the Eagles in 2017. Um, In 2018, the Cowboys won the division again. And basically, it's just been the Giants or the Eagles or it's been the Giants and the Cowboys going back and forth winning the NFC East. That's how hard it is to win that division. You can argue this is the most competitive division in all of the NFL because they have not had a back-to-back champion in that division since the early 2000s. And I think the Eagles are going to win the division for the first time back-to-back years since 2003 and 2004 years. Now, what do I also do on this yearly annual slate of eight shows, the Profits Picks Yearly predictions, division champions. And on today, it is the NFC East prediction for the champions of the NFC East. And once again, the title of the show is 2023, or should I say 2023, or I had to write the first time, 2023, whatever. Don't got to be super technical. It's not regular season yet. But I also pick who's going to be second. They could be a wildcard team. They could not be a wildcard team. I just know that they're going to be second. That's what I know. Or should I say that's what I'm predicting? Um, It's tricky. Last year was the boys 12-5. and five, And then the Giants snuck into the postseason 9-7-1. And, and the Commanders almost snuck in as well. Because they tied with the Giants late in the year. NFL stopped scheduling division teams to go against each other for the last month in consecutive weeks. Stop doing that crap. They're never going to stop doing that. Anyways, um, to end the show, I'm going to be honest. I, I, Yeah, I prepared for the show. Yeah, I got a show outline and all of that. I got all that stuff. I got, you know, I got the laptop right there. I'm ready. I'm prepared. But... As normal, 
when the lights come on and the camera's recording or the microphone is recording when I'm not doing a dual podcasting show where they're where I'm recording the show and the podcast as well as doing a live YouTube stream. Um, I don't know who's going to be second in this division. I know for a fact the Eagles is going to win this division. The Eagles had a lot of losses on their roster. Not only that, you do feel the effects of the absence of coordinators. We know who the head honcho is on every NFL team. Mike McCarthy for the Cowboys, Ron Rivera for the Commanders, and of course, Brian Dayball for the Giants. But this is what I wanted to make sure I instituted into my decision process. We all know what's going on with Saquon Barkley for the New York Giants. We also know that Dayball is going to have Daniel Jones again this year, and more than likely that defense is going to be nothing but better, right? That is the belief. We can't argue, or there's no we here, it's just me here talking to you and you're listening, hopefully all the way to the end. I can argue that if Saquon Barkley does not get his contract extended before the season starts, I can argue that that's going to affect the team on so many levels, subconsciously, not consciously and not visibly, but I think that is going to affect this football team. He is a difference-making type of running back. I don't have time to go into how I feel about the running back position and all of that stuff. If you follow me on Instagram, at the Prophets Picks 2019, you will know how I feel and where I stand with the running backs. And athletes in the NFL in general, you'll know. Trust me, I'm with these guys. I'll just say that. That much I can't say. But because of the influx of collegiate talent, not just for the Eagles, but for the Cowboys, for the Commanders, and the Giants. You also got to factor in the Eagles lost both of their coordinators. Kellen Moore is no longer in Dallas, but Mike McCarthy took over uh, calling offensive plays anyways. Dan Quinn is still in Dallas, by the way. Former Falcons head coach. Um, Coaching staff is intact in New York, but you got the Saquon Barkley situation going on. The commanders have Eric Bieniemy, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. Yeah, he's essentially the second head coach on the football team of the offense. We all know that Jack Del Rio is the defensive coordinator, but Ruben Rivera, he was a linebacker on the Super Bowl champion Chicago Bears. The Bears, it never fails, man. I love saying that. Finds its way into every single podcast show, even when I am not specifically talking about the Chicago Bears. The Bears, I just love saying that, sorry. But you can argue, I can argue with you out there. I can make a valid argument and have a whole hour radio show, podcast show, which I basically almost have here, that the Commanders could finish second in the NFC East. 
just like I did last year with the Detroit Lions and hypothetically saying they can win the NFC North. And if enough things went right with Detroit and enough things went wrong with Minnesota last year, they could have won the NFC North. Don't be deceived by those 13 wins that the Vikings got. And I'm going to elaborate more on that tomorrow because I'm going to do the NFC North tomorrow live YouTube stream as well. Because trust me, I will be getting off from work at 5 o'clock Eastern on the dot moving forward. No matter what. (laughs) So, again, I don't know, man. There are so many off the field variables and on the field variables for specific teams right now in the NFC East for all four teams. But the number one thing that you know for a fact is constant is the talent and the head coach. And the talent that the Eagles have returning plus the players that they traded for. Jesus, man, they went straight offense and defense when you talk about the draft with the Georgia Bulldogs. Like, really? There are other colleges out there, but hey, you can't argue that business plan that the Philadelphia Eagles have going right now. They went straight Georgia and their starting quarterback played in the SEC before he finished his collegiate career at Oklahoma. I mean, God dog it, man. They drafted two defensive bees from Georgia in the draft. Um, high in the draft this past eight, late April. They then went and snatched up uh, later on in the draft Kylie Ringo as a defensive back. I, I'm going to be honest. I think Ringo would be better as a safety. This is if his technique is not where it needs to be as a slot and or edge island type of cornerback. I think you keep Slade A and Bradbury. Is Bradbury still with the Eagles? I think he is. Let me look at the roster really quickly because I have it up on my laptop here. Um, but I think he is. Yes, he is. I think you keep those guys there for the Eagles as I end the show. I know for a fact that the Eagles are going to win this division when it's all said and done. And you can argue um, either Joby if he makes the roster, Avante Maddox, he's returning from injury. You let one of those two guys be the slot guy, even McPherson or Josiah Scott. Bradbury and Slay, keep those guys as starting corners. Kylie Ringo right now, 6'2", 207, 21 years of age, rookie from Georgia. He's listed on the roster right now for the Eagles as a cornerback. But look, man. Nick Sirianni. Put Kylie Ringo at free or strong safety. Allow this guy to be coached by Brian Dawkins, Troy Polamalu, Eric Weddle, and Ed Reed. And if Meese was still alive, God rest his soul, Sean Taylor, formerly of the uh, uh, Washington Commanders. Rest in peace. If he was alive as well. But those four guys, no disrespect to the guys that's playing right now, but every guy that I just named is either in the Hall of Fame or they are retired and they were great safeties when they played. Once again, those guys are Eric Weddle, 
Okay? He's re-retired -re again, by the way. Ed Reed in the Hall of Fame. Troy Palomalo in the Hall of Fame. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ed Reed, Baltimore Ravens. They played against each other for years. And then last but not least, Brian Dawkins. All right. I would say Jonathan Lynch, but Jonathan Lynch doesn't have time. He is a general manager for an NFL football franchise. Doesn't have time. Coach Soriani, trust me. All right. You take Kali Ringo. You let him get coached by every Troy Palomalo, Eric Weddle, and former Philadelphia Eagle great Brian Dawkins. And Brian Dawkins is not going to say no to that. He's not. Let this guy get mentored as a safety. No disrespect to Terrell Edmonds, the guy that was brought on over in free agency, the former um, Pittsburgh Stiller. You let Edmonds start at one Stiller position. You let Blankenship, Justin Evans brought over in free agency and hold over from last year's roster, Kayvon Wallace. Let those guys be backups. You let Kylie Rango be at one safety position. You let Terrell Edmonds be at another safety position. Good God Almighty. If you do this, the Eagles will be undefeated next year. But I don't think the Eagles are going to do that. I think the Eagles are going to leave Kylie Rango at cornerback because they like his size. He is six feet, two inches tall, going on six three. Human body doesn't finish growing physically until 25. The human brain doesn't finish developing fully until the age of 25. You can look it up. You can Google it. Trust me. James Bradbury is 6'1". And then um, your boy, Slay Day, he's only 6 feet. But I think you keep these guys on at corner. Or, hey, if you want to keep Darius Slay at corner, you move Slay Day to safety to team up with Terrell Edmonds. But I don't think Darius Slay is at that point in, in his career yet. He's still one of the top quarterbacks in all of the NFL. He was in the Super Bowl last year, and he played he played a key part in being and helping the team get to the Super Bowl last year. Eagles win, will, in fact, win the NFC East. Um, the Cowboys will be second. Commanders will be third. The Giants will be last. Sorry, Giants fans. Sorry, Chris Sims. Chris Sims unbuttoned Pro Football Talk. I'm sorry. Sorry. Giants will finish last, okay? The reason why is because I think that Saquon Barkley's situation will affect them more than they realize. If, he, if he's not signed. If he is signed, disclaimer to what I just predicted. Eagles are still going to win the NFC East, but the Giants will be second. Cowboys will be third. Commanders will be fourth. That's if Saquon Barkley is signed. You can't. You cannot have distractions. It's not an excuse. I don't know what people don't get about that. Like grown people with titles, CEOs, owners of companies. Now, bishops and pastors, they'll tell you, don't be distracted. But they're the only ones that I know, besides myself, that understands you can't be distracted. You cannot be distracted. And NFL coaches get that. I'm pretty, I'm glad that they do. I don't know why jobs and corporations don't understand that. That's probably why it's taken some of them so long to grow to where they want to be and envision themselves to be. This has been the 
prop picks first of nine live YouTube video streams. 2023 predictions. NFC East division champions by January of 2024. Philadelphia Eagles will be crowned NFC East division champions for the 2023 season. When Monday, January the 8th rolls around, it will be official. But I'm going to be honest, I think the Eagles are going to have the season and the division in the NFC East, just like last season. I think they're going to have it wrapped up because people think they got weaker in certain areas of the field. I think they got better. And that young talent that they got is going to grow and develop quickly because they want to and they desire to. And them boys are hungry. And when I'm talking about them boys, I'm talking about those Georgia Bulldogs that were drafted last year and that were drafted this year. Everybody stay safe out there. Tomorrow, live YouTube stream. Prophets Picks Perspective, it is done. Not forever, just for 2023. I announced this last Friday when I did the very last show. Prophets Picks Perspective will return February the 9th or February the 16th. I got to find out which one of those days it'll return. It's going to return around the Super Bowl or right after the Super Bowl, but the Prophets Picks Perspective weekly YouTube video will return next February. I'll just leave it on February. It'll return next February 2024. Tomorrow, the NFC East 2023 predictions. Who am I predicting to be the NFC East champion? And trust me, the show will not be a whole entire hour long. This has been the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. 2023 predictions has begun. NFC East champions. Everybody stay safe out there. Holla at y'all manana. One.